Political Thoughts with Steve is brought to you by Anchor. Log on to anchor.fm today and start your free podcast or download the Anchor app from all major app stores. Welcome to this new episode of Political Thoughts with Steve. I'm your host, Stephen. Today, we will be discussing all the major news that has transpired since last week's episode, including Colin Kaepernick and his new Nike ad, the latest on the confirmation hearings of Judge Kavanaugh and the latest surrounding rape allegations that he committed back when he was a teenager in high school, and of course, what in the world is President Trump doing? It's a new segment that answers what our president has been up to this past week and analyze any crazy tweets that has came off of his Twitter handle at 3 a.m. All this and more on this new episode of Political Thoughts of Steve available here on the Anchor app. Stay tuned. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Stephen. Welcome to our new episode. Today's first topic is Colin Kaepernick and what's going on with that new Nike ad that was just dropped. Um, recently, Nike released its new Just Do It ad featuring Kaepernick, and it talks about how sometimes you need to sacrifice everything. Now, many of you all know that I am a veteran. I served in the United States Navy for four years, and the question I was asked a lot last week and last weekend was, what are my thoughts on Kaepernick? Do I agree? Do I disagree? Do I even care? And really, my answer is I agree with him. I agree with Kaepernick. I agree with what he is doing and what he's trying to accomplish. Um, I agree with the way he's doing it. I don't feel disrespected in any way. Um, but then again, I think about you know, what that community is going through. Um, you know, the feeling of walking down a street and being profiled just because you're a black person. So... Colin, he started this movement back last year when at first he was sitting on the bench during the playing of our national anthem. Now, at first, I was very upset at this. I did view it as a sign of disrespect towards our nation, our veterans, and our active duty members. However, I did not get into my car or sit at my table and begin voicing my opinions because I wanted to give him a chance to either change the way he was protesting or I wanted to talk more about this with members within the veteran community. When he began kneeling, um, I did support that. I did support it. I did not get upset at all. I believe he was very respectful to our flag, to our nation, to our military, and to our veterans. I support that he is standing up for those who are becoming victims of police brutality within the African-American community. Now, I know that may upset some of my listeners, but before you begin to disown me or boycott me in my podcast or go crazy, um, let me clarify some things. First, 
I have very, very thick skin. I do not get offended easily. When I was in the military, that was something that was taught on day one. You have to have thick skin in order to make the military a career. Or you're just never you're just not gonna survive at all. Also, I believe that every human being should not be discriminated against based on the color of their skin, their religion, or their sexual preference. Saying that, I see what Colin was doing. He was protesting what has been going on within the African American community for far too long. In 2018, we should not be hearing stories of cops killing young black men in situations that did not call for deadly force. We should not be hearing stories that involve racism. Yet here we are. Colin is not disrespecting my brothers and sisters. In my opinion, is actually honoring them and the sacrifices our military men and women make every single day in order to keep us free and safe from around the world. Second, I began to get... Actually, I started to get pretty upset when I saw a fellow veteran of mine start publishing videos on his Facebook page and his Twitter account. And yes, I am talking about Graham Allen. First, I like Graham. His videos are very entertaining. Um, a lot of things that he talks about when it comes to veteran community, I totally agree with. Um, funny things that he talks about involving why kids the way they are today, I laugh at. Um, I can't really stand the yelling and screaming he does, but that's just the way he likes to entertain. So I stand it. But when he started talking about veterans and Kaepernick, I saw that either he has completely lost touch or he was probably getting paid by his network to say these things. Graham is a member of the right wing club that posts videos on issues. And just like Tommy Lauren, Graham is very wrong when it comes to race relations in this country. Graham Allen started saying that all veterans are outraged and how Colin is disrespecting all veterans and every member of our military and those who have died in combat. That term, all, that word, all, that includes me. And I am telling all of you especially some of my listeners that are veterans or active duty personnel. I am not disrespected. I do not feel disrespected or outraged over Colin Kaepernick's choice of taking a knee. Here's a reminder to everyone that disagrees with me. Colin is an American citizen just like you and me. And what he is doing is something that I and my fellow veterans signed up for. And some that has even given their own lives to protect. 
Our Constitution protects the rights of all of our free citizens and protects the right for our citizens to protest against the government and to protest issues that are going on within their communities. When I listened to the military, I did not just enlist to protect certain civil liberties. I enlisted to serve my nation, protect my friends, my family, my fellow countrymen, and to protect our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. So to Colin and everyone that is taking a stand against brutality within their communities, I commend you. I believe that you are also patriots, and you deserve to have your voices heard. And if you disagree, then that's your opinion. But something that has struck me as actually funny was the reaction. The reaction to Nike was, well, we're just going to start burning our stuff. We're just going to start throwing all of our Nike stuff away. I laughed at it. I really did did laugh at it and I even said to myself you can go burn your Nike stuff but Nike won in the end a recent article published by Fortune says that Nike sold out of more items after the Colin Kaepernick ad than ever before at this point it is clear that Nike's controversial decision paid off Greatly, it paid off handsomely. While people were setting all their Nike stuff on fire, Nike stock has risen. People are going out and buying Nikes. People are promoting Nike. I mean, it. I laughed so hard at that because all I saw on Facebook was angry right-wing people saying, well... If Nike is going to support Colin Kaepernick, who is quote-unquote disrespecting our nation and disrespecting our veterans and our military, I am just going to burn all my stuff. Now, if you want to burn your Nike stuff, that is your choice. You paid your hard-earned money for all that Nike stuff, for all those Nike jerseys, for your Nike basketball shorts. You burn all that. But here's another good idea when it comes to Nike. Besides burning all that stuff, how about you donate those clothes to homeless people? How about and here's here's a great idea. How about you take those clothes and you donate them to all these veterans that you think that Colin disrespected. Right now in my community, every single day I meet a new homeless veteran. And it breaks my heart. I know a lot of homeless veterans that would love to have these clothes. I know a lot of homeless people in general that would love to have all these clothes. So before you start freaking out on me, here's some advice. And I like doing this. I should literally create a new segment within my podcast called Steve Gives Advice to Those Who Disagrees With Him. So here's my advice to all of you that are wanting to go burn all of your Nike stuff. Just don't be stupid. Don't burn it. Give it away. Be a good human being. 
it's not that hard. I do my best every single day to be a good human being towards my fellow human beings. I have this this tendency that I would take the shirt off my back and give it to somebody if it would help make their lives better. So maybe that's what you should do. Maybe you should step back and rethink the situation. If you still feel it disrespects you, then that's your opinion. But as far as my opinion goes, Colin is not disrespecting me or any of my brothers and sisters. He is kneeling for what's going on within the African-American community right now. And if you don't believe it, all you have to do is just turn on the TV and I guarantee you another person has been killed because of police brutality. Now, I support our brothers in blue. I support our cops. I support our law enforcement. I think overall what they do is great. They protect us. They make sure that the bad guys do not get us. However, I do not support law enforcement who think that they are above the badge. If you have hate in your heart when you put on that uniform, you do not deserve to be a public servant at all. So once again, I'm not disrespected to Colin or by Colin. I think what he's doing is great within the African-American community. He's a patriot. He's doing exactly what me and my fellow veterans signed up to do, and that's to protect constitutional rights, including the freedom to protest. Disagree with me all you want, but that's my opinion on that subject. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with our next segment here on Political Thoughts with Steve, brought to you by the Anchor app. Go download the Anchor app. It's so cool. That's what I'm broadcasting this episode on go download anchor and start your own podcast today we'll be right back and welcome back this segment we are going to be talking about the confirmation hearings that's going on right now in washington to to get um judge Kavanaugh, I think I may or may not be pronouncing that name right, but I'm Southern. We mispronounce a lot of things. So this segment is going to be about what's going on with that right now. So if any of you guys have been following this story lately, um, right now, um, Judge Kavanaugh, which is uh, President Trump's nominee on the Supreme Court, um, he is going through his Senate confirmation right now, and um, there's been some new developments. Now, new developments happen during highly publicized, dramatized events that happens on Capitol Hill. If you can remember during the confirmation or uh, confirmation hearing of. Justice Clarence Thompson, um, a woman came forth and said that 
Justice Thompson was um, sexually harassing her in the workplace. And, you know, that was a hot, hot topic during that confirmation hearing. And, you know, however, we all know that in the end, uh, Clarence Thompson was confirmed by the Senate. And he became an associate justice of the United States Supreme Court. So, with this new um, this nominee that's going up for the Supreme Court, uh, Judge Kavanaugh, um, thirty six years ago, supposedly, um, uh, Kavanaugh sexually assaulted a young girl and by young I mean she was about 17 18 years old maybe 19 at the time they were in high school but supposedly he sexually assaulted this person now to many of those that are watching the story progress you know there's there's a lot of questions that comes up um you know and I'm not going to lie I was one of them I I started, you know, I sat back and started thinking, you know, why now? But, you know, this is, when it comes to sexual assault cases and the psychology around it, and I'm no, I'm not a psychologist. My bachelor's is in government political science, but I have some friends who are in that field and, People who suffer from traumatic events in their lives, you know, they bottle this stuff up. So it took 36 years for this woman to come out and start talking. Now, her name is Professor uh, Kristen Blessy Ford. Um, I believe she's a professor in California. I could be mistaken. But she came out, and um, you know, when it broke, when these allegations came out, I I tend to start looking more at the right side to see what the right side is saying versus the left side. I already know what the left side is saying. The left side is saying, you know, he he did it without even any evidence coming forth. He did it the right side is going to defend him. So I just started really paying attention to the story. And now this woman has asked the FBI to actually investigate this incident. Which, that takes some class right there. I mean, if you're lying, why in the world would you ask the Federal Bureau of Investigation to open up a investigation on a crime that happened 36 years ago with the possibility that the investigation comes up that nothing happened which would mess up your complete career it would destroy your career but you ask the FBI to open up this investigation to literally prove your innocence and to prove that this guy who's going up to the highest court of the land committed this when he was a teenager. Now, some of the comments I read 
said, well, you know, boys are going to be boys. You know, he was, you know, he was a sexually active teenager who, you know, met a girl and yada, yada, yada. They had sex and that was it. And this woman is just out to destroy him. I don't know what happened 36 years ago. I mean, I'm 32 years old. I have no idea what happened 36 years ago. However, I think when it comes to any kind of accusation, especially to a public servant who is up for the highest court in our country, I think we need to take a breather, pause, and examine the case in itself. Do I believe Kavanaugh did it? I do not know. I have not seen any of the evidence yet to pass judgment on this. Um, But I can tell you from what I have read and the hearings in itself. You see, I'm that nerd. I'm that guy who watches everything on C-SPAN when it comes to confirmation hearings. Because I want to hear the answer or the supposedly answer to the questions that are being asked by our elected officials. And this is a very important position, ladies and gentlemen. This is a position that if he gets confirmed, he is on the court for the rest of his life. There is no term limit when it comes to the Supreme Court. The only way he is off of the courts is if he dies or if he resigns his office and retires from the court. That's it. So I would like to see the FBI investigate this. Now, I know some of you are probably saying, well, Steve, is this just your way to just stop these hearings? No, I think these are very serious allegations. I think anything that comes out during an election or during a confirmation hearing that involves sexual assault involves molestation, involves anything unethical, and that's a key word, unethical, I think that it needs to be examined because we need to know as a people, who are we putting in this seat in the Supreme Court? This is a very important, important seat on the courts. If he is confirmed by the Senate, if the Judiciary Committee votes and sends it to an all-vote in the Senate, and I suspect there's going to be a lot of drama in the Senate during this confirmation vote. Now, let me remind you, during the confirmation hearings like of uh, Betsy DeVos and a couple of others during that whole confirmation process, it took the Vice President of the United States, Vice President Pence, to come down the aisle in the Senate and cast a tie-breaking vote to get the person confirmed to that position. So it seems like when it comes to any of the positions that President Trump nominates people for that are up for confirmation in the Senate, there's always going to be drama surrounding this. There's always going to be drama. And with the height of the Me Too movement right now, you know, the country is wrapped up in this 
because there are so many victims of sexual assault and sexual violence that are you know coming out against the people that committed these acts and we live in a society now that you know it's okay for people to come out and speak out against this violence so with Kavanaugh you know this is a this is a big deal this is a very big deal and I think that we all need to pay attention to this because you know there's going to be a lot of new cases that the Supreme Court is going to be listening to next year when Cat when uh when uh, Kavanaugh becomes a Supreme Court justice if he becomes a Supreme Court justice and you know issues include that's going to come up that's going that will include um, uh, Roe versus Wade. Is the courts going to reverse their decision on Roe versus Wade? Is the courts going to reverse their decision on gay marriage? Is the courts going to reverse decisions on gay rights in general and the right to adopt children, the right to have children? Um, you know, there <sighs> election fraud. Um, campaign contributions. There's going to be a lot of issues that's going to come up within the courts next year, especially after an election year. That you know, they're very important to our society, and you know, Kavanaugh could be the deciding vote on many of these issues that affects all of us. So I think that, and my thought on this is that we really need to pay attention to what's going on with Kavanaugh, what is going on within this case. I think it's okay to delay this for a little while and get all the facts straight. This isn't delaying per se because... Democrats are still angry with the Republicans trying to block Obama's nomination a couple years back. You know, it's not my thought. It's not my opinion that this is why we should delay this vote. I think that we need to vote on on confirmation hearings, especially when it comes to the Supreme Court. And for those who aren't following the story, I think that everyone needs to follow the story. Um, the one thing I hear from people that I always talk to when it comes about politics is, well, I don't pay attention to politics because politics does not affect me. That is the worst thing ever I've ever heard. Politics affects us. Politics affects the air that we breathe, if we can adopt children or not, if we can get married or not, the amount of electricity that we consume, our planet our everyday life politics surrounds that and the one thing that i want to express all of you my listeners is this when it comes to issues that you are concerned about pay attention to them 
last week when Kavanaugh was going through a confirmation hearing, a father who lost his daughter to the shooting in Parkland in Florida came up to him and introduced himself and Kavanaugh just turned his back and just bolted out the door. You know, this is a father and you may disagree with the March for our lives movement that's going on. You may think that kids should not be voicing their opinions when it comes to gun violence, but you know, this is a guy who lost his daughter to a school shooting. And, you know, you could tell he is obviously still grieving. I could not fathom losing my nine-year-old to something like that. And, you know, I always said that my fear was that I was going to get a phone call in the middle of the night when my son is 16 and hear that my son was involved in a car wreck and that my son could possibly have died from that wreck. My fear isn't really that anymore. My fear is I'm going to turn on the news and see something's happened at my child's school. And I could become this guy. I could be in that position of a parent that has lost his child because of gun violence. So... And not trying to get off of the subject, but I'm trying to stay on the subject of Kavanaugh in general. I think I would have handled that situation a whole lot differently. Um, Regardless if you disagree with that movement or not, or disagreed with this guy or not, this guy is a father who has lost his child, and he probably wanted and this is just my opinion, he probably just wanted to start a conversation about it. A five-minute conversation could start a dialogue that could last years. It could actually create something good to come out of a tragic situation. And when it comes to someone's character as an elected official or as a public servant, it is our jobs as public servants to listen. We need to listen to the people that we represent. And Kavanaugh is going to represent me in the courts. He's going to represent you in the courts. And if a guy can't just waste five minutes of his life to talk to a grieving father who lost his child back in February, then I don't think this guy can even be trusted. I don't think this guy has character or conviction This seat is probably just a notch in his belt. And that's why this hearing is very important. So, when it comes to this hearing and this confirmation of Kavanaugh, now Trump supports this guy. Trump is behind this guy. You know, you know, she. You know, this guy is just, this guy is Trump's pick for the courts, so of course he's going to support it. But anything could come out of it. And I think it's the right decision to hold this off for a week and listen to what happened 
and we can make up our own minds to what we believe did or did not happen regarding this situation involving Judge Kavanaugh and uh, Professor Ford. So, that's my thoughts on what's going on right now with the Supreme Court. And of course, I want all of you to tell me your thoughts on this as well. So, remember to go on Twitter, go on Facebook, look up Political Thoughts with Steve on Facebook, like the page, um, you know, follow us, um, follow the podcast, call in. The cool thing about the app is you can actually call in. So, Call in, give me your opinions on this. I want to hear from my listeners on what they think about issues, especially issues that affects all of our lives. So, that ends this segment of Political Thoughts with Steve, and I'll be right back with our closing statement. Stay tuned. And in this final segment that I like to call, What in the World is Trump Thinking? We are going to look at his Twitter page real quick. We're going to see if anything steps out right now. He is in Vegas. He is doing a campaign rally, which is crazy because it's two years away. And normally presidents don't do this, but, you know, it is what it is. Normally presidents do um, campaign rallies for candidates who are running in the midterms and this is probably you know could be one of them but not really because i'm watching it on fox right now it is hilarious it is hilarious but he is holding a campaign rally right now and his tweet three hours ago says america is winning again ladies and gentlemen we are winning i don't know what we are winning but we are winning so awesome president trump thank you for making us win um you know, right now, oh, S&P 500 hits all-time high. Congratulations, USA. Congratulations to all the companies on Wall Street. You guys are doing awesome, awesome, awesome. Let's see. Let, let's keep on going. I wonder if he said anything about Lion Ted Cruz. Speaking of the devil, Lion Ted Cruz, and I agree with President Trump when he said that. Lion Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is running against this Democrat right now in Texas, and I think he is absolutely scared to lose his job. And if you, if any of you guys have seen the latest videos of Ted Cruz, you know, he looks like he is sweating bullets right now, and I think that's pretty cool. I think it is cool to see states where really... Ten years ago, Democrats did not stand a chance in to see, you know, strong Democrat contenders um, for these seats. Yeah, I think it's great to see. So, you know, for Lion Ted, good luck. But I am definitely pulling for the other guy. And if any of my listeners are in Texas, I strongly, highly encourage all of you to go vote in November. You know, elections are important. Go vote. Please go vote. So, let's keep on looking. Let's see if we have any 
any tweets that are just um uh, here we go found it immediately after comey's firing peter Strzok or whatever his last name is as i said i'm from the south we don't pronounce names right takes it to his lover lisa page we need to open the case we've been waiting on now while andy is acting page answered we need to lock in in a formal chargeable way soon wow a conspiracy caught ah <sighs> it is the never ending saga of the russia investigation and i swear i think trump is hell-bent on trying to distract from this russia investigation here's the deal it's been going on for about two years now eventually i'm pretty sure that Mueller is going to come out with his findings and we are going to know if russia was involved in our 2016 election um now from some of the findings that you know i've seen that i've seen on the news you know there, there's people that have been indicted on conspiracy charges or on collusion charges i'm sorry and are going to jail right now because of acting on those charges so you know some things are happening it's not just a quote-unquote witch hunt from what our president says but you know it is what it is um i think this is going to be over soon if it's not over by the end of this year I strongly believe it's going to be over by mid of next year. And I know all of you guys are ready for this to be over. I'm ready for this to be over. But, you know, when it comes to my commander in chief and my president, I want to make sure that he did nothing unethical that would cause the man to be impeached. Now, do I want him to be impeached? I want our country to succeed. I want our country to be successful. I want our people to be successful. I want our economy to be successful. So, ladies and gentlemen, you guys get to decide what's going on with Trump. So, I'm just going to leave that with you guys. So, that concludes this segment entitled, What is Going On with Trump? So as we close out this week's episode of Political Thoughts with Steve, um, I just want to leave you guys with some final thoughts of my own. Um, if you haven't been following the news um, this week, our AB family, our aviation boats mate family, and if you're in the Navy, you know who ABs are. We lost one of our own in a tragic accident on board a carrier that has a huge place within my heart which is the USS George H.W. Bush out of Norfolk, Virginia. Um, this sailor died tragically. And, um, you know, right now it's under investigation. I don't know all the facts. But it, it's a reminder that, you know, what military do every single day, sometimes it does come at a cost. So 
to all of my veteran brothers and sisters who listen to my podcast. God bless you. Thank you for your service. Thank you in general. If you are active duty or reserve, my brothers and my sisters, of course, um, thank you so much for what you do for our country to keep us safe at home and around the world. You guys are the backbone of our nation, and we are thankful for you guys, and we love you guys. And to those who haven't served, if you see a veteran today, or you know a veteran today, or you have a member of your family that is active duty or reserve, tell that person thank you. Those two words carry so much weight, especially to those who you know sometimes feel that you know their job is small compared to a lot of other jobs. Um, what I learned in the Navy is that no job is too small. When I was in the Navy, you know, the cook had just as greater of a job than I did when I was, you know, what they call a flight deck slash hangar bay warrior, ABHs, hoorah. Um, but, yeah, you guys, just, you know, if you know a veteran or you know someone who's in the military, go say thank you. Um, without them, we would not have the freedoms that we have today. So to all my active duty brothers and sisters and our veterans, thank you so much. Um, To those on George H.W. Bush that's going through this tragedy, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you guys. And that's it. One more time. Go to anchor.fm and go to slash political thoughts with Steve. You'll find my, um, my anchor page there. Um, This show cannot be possible without our donors. So to those who have donated to our uh, podcast, thank you so much for your donations. We use these donations to make sure that we can bring you podcasting. Um, To those who support podcasts, thank you so much. Um, Remember to go to facebook.com slash political thoughts with Steve. That's our official Facebook page. Hit that like button. And if you are also a member of Twitter, you can find us on at political thoughts with Steve or at official P T W S T E V at official P T W S T E V. That takes you to our Twitter page. Give us a follow, and we will definitely follow you guys back. Or you can go to my personal Twitter page, which is at Stephen Edward Goff. That's at Stephen Edward G-O-F. Give me a follow. I will definitely follow you guys back. So for all of all of us here at Political Thoughts with Steve, thank you so much for tuning in on this week's episode. We will be back next Thursday for another edition of Political Thoughts with Steve right here on the Anchor app. God bless all of you.